Welcome to my hometown, filled with murder, mysteries, the paranormal, and a fair share of hauntings. This is Local Legends. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Local Legends with Lark Farley. I'm your host, Lark. If you're new here, hello and welcome. So glad you could join us. To give you a little overview of what this podcast is all about, basically every Sunday I discuss with you all local stories ranging from true crime to the paranormal from my small hometown, Brown County, in Indiana. Most of the stories I share will be sourced from the local paper, the Brown County Democrat. If you'd like to share your own hometown stories or just drop a line, you can email me at locallegendswithlark at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. As always, all the articles used for this episode will be linked in the description should you want to check them out for yourself. Alright, let's get into it. So today's story is one where we're first diving into the mystical, if you will, the arcane. This one's titled Water Dowsing. And you might be asking yourself, what is water dowsing, aka water witching? There's a lot of different names for this practice. And so we're going to get through that. We're going to talk about, you know, what is water witching, water dowsing, where did it come from, how does it tie to Brown County, and all of that stuff. So I thought first we could start with uh, what is it, when was it established, and just start from the very beginning. So I've listed out a few facts and um, history of the practice of dowsing. So dowsing, water witching, is a form of divination and is used to locate groundwater, metals, ores, etc. underneath the ground. The diviner uses two rods that are supposed to cross one another when the water or source is located under the ground. So imagine this, if you will. You're a person. You're like, I want to go find my water line. So you grab two metal rods in the shape of an L, got one in each hand, and you walk out. And as you're walking, you know, you have both rods parallel to one another, pointing straight ahead, the rods in your hands. And when you're supposedly supposed to cross a water line or a metal or whatever source you're looking for under the ground, when you cross that, it, those rods that are parallel to one another in your hands are supposed to cross over one another in an X to let you know that you've located the source. Um, so, like, in a way, water dowsing is like a Ouija board for example, right? So like the rods of water witching are moved unconsciously by the person, much like the planchette on the Ouija board. You know, you have like your hands on the, on the planchette on the board and it's supposed to move where the letters, you know, we all know. So it's kind of like that. Dowsing is considered to be a pseudoscience as the scientific evidence points to the fact that water witching is no more effective than random chance. Dowsing is typically thought to be attributed to ideomotor responses, which according to Wikipedia, ideometer phenomenon is a psychological phenomenon wherein a subject makes motions unconsciously. In a less complex terms, the dowsing rods only move due to accidental or involuntary movements of the user. So the person who has the rods trying to locate the water or whatever source it is they're searching for with the rods unconsciously moves the rods, thereby locating the source, if that makes sense. So dowsing is an old practice. It is said to have originated in Germany in the 16th century. It was originally created and used to help find metals and ores under the ground. 
From the beginning of its origins, the church noted dowsing as being a form of occultism, and Martin Luther listed dowsing as an act that broke the Ten Commandments. According to Wikipedia, in 1662, dowsing was declared to be superstitious, or rather satanic, by a Jesuit Gaspar Schott, though he later noted that he wasn't sure that the devil was always responsible for the movement of the rods. In the south of France in the 17th century, it was used in tracking criminals and heretics. Its abuse led to a decree of the Inquisition in 1701 forbidding its employment for purposes of justice. A study towards the end of the 19th century concluded that the phenomenon was attributed to... Okay, I'm going to try and attempt to uh, say this word. Bear with me. Cryptothesia whereby the practitioner made unconscious observations of the terrain and involuntarily influenced the movement of the rod. Dowsing was conducted in South Dakota in the late 19th and 20th centuries to help homesteaders, farmers, and ranchers locate water wells on their property. Rods are either in a Y or L formation, and according to the psychologist Chris French, who noted that dowsing does not work when it is tested under properly controlled conditions that rule out the use of other cues to indicate target location. So basically what they're saying there is like, they did a bunch of tests and studies of people using dowsing, water witching with the rods. And they did these tests and studies under um, guise of like scientists being there to, you know, monitor and see, you know, how it works and if it works etc. And so they would do all these studies and conducted all these studies of dowsing and underneath those rules and conditions, there was no way that it made sense that people were able to find the water lines via the dowsing rods, if that makes sense. It was just like, it was like pure chance. There was, there was like, you know, half the time they would find it and then half the time they wouldn't, right? And so there was just no way for them to say with fact that it actually works, which is why they then titled it a pseudoscience because in five times out of 10, it was right. Five times out of 10, it was wrong. You know, it was like half and half. There was, there, it wasn't right every time and it wasn't right more than it was wrong. So I was able to find this really interesting article. It's a UK article titled, UK Water Companies Sometimes Use Dowsing Rods to Find Pipes by Camilla Domanowski. And she wrote this really interesting article. It was very detailed about like how in the UK they still use water dowsing today to find water lines in the ground. And so I found a bunch of excerpts from the article that I wanted to share because I thought it was just really interesting to me. So according to the article, they found that most of the major water companies in the UK still use dowsing to find the underground water pipes to this day. While dowsing is used by individuals and not the companies, the article stated that 10 out of the UK's 12 top regional water and sewer utilities confirmed that they at least occasionally use dowsing rods, also known as divining rods or witching sticks, to locate underground water sources. When asked directly about the use of dowsing, the water companies said that while there are more modern approaches and it isn't their primary way of locating water lines, it is still a practice that they use today. All of this to say that all of the companies said that dowsing is not 100% accurate. It isn't just the UK that uses dowsing. Many countries across the world do. In the article, they stated that people dig, hit water, and declare the dowsing a success, but they don't consider that they might have done just as well picking randomly. So that was like a common theme in both the Wikipedia um, articles that I read about dowsing and then in this UK one where they're like, it's great when it works. 
but you also have to count like the times that it doesn't and the times that it's completely wrong and actually puts out the company that's trying to find the waterline money and the client that they're working for and that it can cause a lot of problems when it doesn't work right and so it's just really important to to understand like yeah it works sometimes and it's you know it's still used today however that doesn't mean it's completely and utterly accurate so that's the history and what water witching water dowsing is how it works what it does. So now that we have that, we can then work on tying it back to Brown County. So Brown County still uses water dowsing. If you hire a contractor from the from Brown County, they when they come out to your property and you want to locate your water lines, they'll have dowsing rods and that's what they'll use to find your water line uh, because they did it with my parents. So my parents, you know, were trying to find locate their water lines so they could get um, a new water cistern put in and the contractor came out and had dowsing rods. And I just remember being so fascinated, you know, seeing someone <laughs> that's like an adult man in like their job, just like out with witching sticks. It just, I love it. It's so great. They're just like out there in the middle of our yard with these rods, uh, you know, trying to locate water lines. It's just, there is something so magical and mystical about it. I love it. I was a big fan. And I just think it's so interesting that it's still in Brown County to this day they do that. And I found an article in the Brown County Democrat where they were talking about water witching specifically. And so that's why I was like, well, I have to do an episode about it. Is this something that other people know about? Have you heard about dowsing before? Uh, have you heard of people talking about water witching? I just think it's really an interesting practice. But particularly because it is such an old one. I mean, it's something from the 16th century. It initially started in Germany, and they're still using it in 2021 to locate water lines. You know, I just think it's very fascinating. So let's get into the article from the Brown County Democrat. So this one is titled, The Curious Science of Witching for Water Lines. I was out for my morning walk through Henderson Hill subdivision the other morning, taking in the beauty of the wooded hills of Brown County, Indiana. Up ahead, I noticed a utility truck parked by the side of the road and a gentleman who was walking back and forth along the shoulder. The man was holding something in his hands and pacing very evenly from the side of the road, stopping and then marking the ground with spray paint and flags. It was obvious that he was marking the location of buried utility lines of some sort. Curious as to what method or device he was using to detect the buried lines, I approached him and asked. Not hearing my approach, the startled man jumped about a foot in the air. After I introduced myself, he told me that he represented a contractor who was locating and marking the subdivision's water lines for Bartholomew County Water, our area's utility. When I expressed my interest in what he was doing, the technician gladly shared his methods. To my surprise, instead of holding up an electronic instrument for detecting magnetic fields or density of the soil, he grasped a couple of wires. He explained to me that the water lines were, in fact, plastic pipe, so there was nothing metallic or magnetic to detect. The wire was about the gauge of a coat hanger. There were two pieces, one for each hand, about a foot long and bent in the shape of an L. He was holding one in each hand, grasping the base of the L and pointing them to his front like a pair of drawn pistols. Walking slowly away from the side of the road across the grass, he reached a spot where the wires suddenly rotated inward and were pointing directly at each other. Right here is where the li water line is, the man exclaimed, spraying the spot with aerosols, paint, and planting a marker flag. Of course, I was incredulous and skeptical of his claims, but kept my reservations to myself. 
I could imagine no scientific principle that would support his method. Perhaps sensing my doubt, the diviner told me I learned this method from a guy in the Brown County Water Department. It was all I could do to stifle my laughter since I had just read in the Brown County Democrat about a dispute regarding water hookup fees between the new Brown County Music Venue and the, and the Nashville, Indiana Water Department. The town does not have maps of where its utilities are underground. A former utility superintendent who knew where they all were has died and that knowledge died with him. When existing water lines were located at the Music Center building site, some assumptions were made and while excavating, site workers hit a sewer line. He said that the marked location which was done by the town was 95 feet off of where the line actually was. As a result, the Music Center incurred unexpected costs, including nearly $19,000 to rework the plan for the Maple Leaf Boulevard, raise the road, and bring in more gravel. The Music Center builders also had trouble finding a water line they could tap into, so extra labor went into that on the Music Center's and town side. I hope that our water utility never has to do any digging in our subdivision based on the markers posted by their contracted water witch. So I just thought that was a funny article that this person just, like, went up to the contractor and was like, what are you doing? Because, like, that's how I felt as a kid, like, just watching the contractor out there with those rods trying to locate the water line. Like, it is... It is really a sight to watch because you're just like, what? Like, this looks like, this looks like so magical. Like, what is going on here? Like, what is happening? What is this? And I just, it really is funny to me and, and so interesting. And then the fact that, you know, they still use water witching in Brown County today. And that's the method they use to try to find the water lines at the Maple Leaf Boulevard. So the Maple Leaf Boulevard is just a huge, big concert venue that's in Brown County. It's a big concert hall. And I guess that's the method they tried to use to find the water lines. And clearly from this article, it didn't work. It cost them an extra $19,000 to find the water line and, and fix the sewer line that they've, you know, messed up and broke into. So they yeah, all of this to go to saying while dowsing is still used, it is also important to keep in mind that, you know, it's a 50-50 chance of whether or not it's accurate or not, whether or not it will work or not. I think that it's just interesting that there hasn't been another method that's come along from, from when dowsing was created, you know, to replace it and maybe one that's a little bit more accurate on like locating the lines. But, you know, who am I to say? I, you know, apparently it works and it's probably one of those things where it's like, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. I'm, I'm wondering if some people are better at it than others are or not, you know, like, you know, maybe Clark out there on the field, you know, nine times out of 10, his divining rods and his power is stronger than all the other people. So, you know, you got to tap into your own, you know, your own magic to be able to get those rods to work. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be very interested to see if it's the same practice worldwide, which I believe it is. Because I tried to find, like, so it's used in India, um, and they use the same rod method that we use. Uh, so it just seems like it's, like, universal. You know, you get your rods, you go out there, trying to find your water source, or metals, apparently. You can use it to find metals, and just see what happens. Just see what happens and if it works or not. 
But yeah, that, so that's today's story. It's a fun, you know, interesting one. An old arcane mystical practice. One condemned by the church nonetheless. That is now, you know, still practiced and used today. So there you go. Your entertainment of, of today. Next week, we're going in a, another mystical direction. A paranormal, a more paranormal direction, you could say. We will be discussing the Blue Lady of Story Inn. That's right, our very first ghost story. I am so very excited. Ghost stories are my favorite stories. And I can't wait to share this one with you. So tune in next week to hear the ghostly spoops. And I hope you all are doing well and have a great day wherever you are doing whatever you're doing. Bye!